welcome into Villa Capri. Villa Capri in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. It's Vuvuzela, the World Soccer Show. And it's Bob and Eric. And we have the owner, Matt, right here as well. And this is a great day, certainly for soccer, and a great day for us to be here. First of all, Eric, how are you today? Great to see you. I'm doing great, Bob. I want to thank you for getting everything uh, situated today. It's a, it's a good time. We, have, we, have a real, we, we really like this place. We came by here. Um, well, this is our second time here. That's right. Uh, during the games, we actually met, met Matt earlier. Thanks to Matt, I contacted me. So that, every once in a while, you get lucky. You know, and this is like why I walked into this place. I said, wow, this is exactly soccer being done right. You know, so this is great. We want to be a part of this. It's a wonderful Italian restaurant, Villa Capri, that happens to have a nice, wonderful side dish of soccer every Saturday and Sunday morning. So that's like, you know, and when I, I saw the Subateo, I always say that wrong, the, the games that they play, the guys between games that come to the yes, bar here, sure. they go outside and play table, I'm going to call it table hockey, it's called Subudio, thank you, Subudio, Subudio, and it's, yes, when I saw them playing table so hockey, soccer, I'm sorry, and it was Tottenham against Arsenal, these guys really knew how to play, I was sold. It's That's like they great. had me at a low. They had me at the first kick with the table hockey, okay? Yeah. So it's so, good stuff, man. And, and yeah. another great thing about this bar, first of all, it's the oldest pizzeria in Doylestown, and it was also part of the best Premier League soccer bar contest, which was run by NBC Sports and lots of other bars. And you can go on their website. They have about 10 other bars across the country that are trending. But this is the only one on that list in the Philadelphia area. It's right in the heart of downtown Doylestown. And, um, I mean, we've talked to, to Matt and uh, an English Paul as he goes by. Um, I wonder if he goes by that in England. Does he call, do they call him English Paul, Paul in England? Just, Just Paul there? Yeah, okay, I don't That's know. That's right. Maybe they call him Americanized Paul there. I don't know. They walked us through the history of the, the building, though, Eric, and that the bar was originally in the front. We're sitting here more in the back, a very spacious area, and uh, with the World Cup came big, big crowds and great atmospheres, and so they moved the bar back here, maybe even sacrificed a few seats in order to make this soccer experience what it is. And so now you have, I mean, you can probably get 100 people in here um, in a given day. It's a great atmosphere for soccer, and we're excited to be here. if it's like midgets or something. That's right. Yeah, they got the patio. The patio, the home site, the home pitch, we'll say, for the for the Subudio. That's right. never going to Subudio. Subudio. Absolutely. So, and Matt, would you like to hop on for a few minutes to join us here? Yeah, all right. Well, we're going to turn up your microphone now and you can grab that one right there and um, we are talking to Matt from Villa Capri the owner and first of all thank you so much for having us out and we're excited to be here absolutely I may may have to turn that no that is on isn't it we're on all right beautiful right into that mic there so Matt walk us through uh, how you got to the to this place right now when you bought it and what uh, what inspired you to make this a soccer pub And, Matt, I think we're having just a little bit of issue with your mic, so I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you mine here, and and just walk us through, uh, again, a little bit how you got here and what what inspired you. Okay, I'm glad, because I could fix that a little bit. But we we started here in 1968. It it was a family-run business, the first pizzeria in Doylestown. My parents, uh, Frank and Josephine from Sicily, came over, and they, um, you know, they are you know, the catalyst to what we're doing here. I mean, they, they started it, and, um, you know, then we came in, and as a family, we, we grew the business, my brothers and myself and my sisters and my uh, family, and we've been running it for about 20 years, um, myself personally, and turned it into not just a, a great pizzeria and Italian restaurant, but a couple years ago, we decided to, or I decided to rebrand it and turn it into a, um, not just a sports bar, but a, a soccer pub that would um, really cater to soccer fans in Doylestown, Philly, uh, anybody coming in from Europe that was coming in to visit great, this great town of Doylestown. And uh, we did it just before the World Cup, and that was the most, the mo- that was the motivation. Um, here we are today, a couple years from the World Cup, and um, we're just having a great time with it, with this rebranding and tying in with the EPL now and Champions Leagues and, and all these great soccer tournaments that are out there. Um, and we're just having a blast. We, we, we think this is uh, going to be a great 
thing for Doylestown and our soccer fans. And, and again, I appreciate you guys coming out. I mean, this was uh, something we're going to do here on the fly, but um, is Vesuvio Radio? Well, How do you say now that? Now we're officially rebranded as Vuvu Soccer. Vuvu Soccer? We, we, we a lot. A lot okay. of branding going on. Here. A lot of branding. I feel like a bunch of cattle sometimes. We are. Right? We're yeah. rebranding in every direction, right. but, you know, we want people to tune into what you're doing here, and, and you know, we have a, we're going to have a great relationship, I think, for, for the Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Well, yeah. you know, you're doing what's right in you. I mean, it's funny because I was really ignited by this thing, and Bob, to some extent, I'm sure, shortly after that, by the World Cup in, in 2010. That's really what kind of got, got me going, and I'm saying, hey, you know what? This thing is huge. And I felt, I saw the crest of the wave, the soccer wave. And it's funny, I mean, I don't want to say I, I told you so, but look, five years later, the changes in, in the per public perception in this country of soccer have grown in leaps and bounds. I mean, now I have kids that talk to me about Messi and talk to me about being an Everton fan, an Everton fan, you know, in Holland, oh, Pennsylvania. A t an 11 year old kid, she's an Everton fan. Who's your favorite player? Oh, I like, you know, she's naming Everton players. I'm like, really? That's amazing. How does that That's happen? Great. Her father was, a, was an Everton fan. But so many people jump in and they just. Well, props to NBC Sports. I mean, they, they're putting it on their network, they put their time into it and uh you know it, it's just a win-win for everybody and these kids get the chance to to see these games on national television which i think is great what they've done it has been a big part of the success of soccer uh, in this country and do you, do you really that. think, though, I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously you want to give props to, to NBC, but, you know, Fox did a lot for soccer also. I mean, let's face it. I mean, you know, the, the, the Champions League games that are on the ESPN, I mean, everybody's getting in. Everybody's getting their hands in is really what it is. Everybody except Philadelphia Talk Radio would somehow just determine at some point in time that soccer's not a real sport. And, and that's fine, you know. That's <laughs> why it's, you're going to... It's gonna... fine, but it's very short-sighted. It is. Yeah, that's it is. Opinion. Well, we're... we're um... You know, we're happy just to be a place where people can watch all the networks. And, uh, you know, it's not one Fox or ESPN or, or even NBC for that matter. But we, we, I love the fact that they put it on and they're, they, they're just doing a great job with the EPL. And the contest was great. Where if you go to top trending bars on that website, right. we're fortunate to be on there for so many reasons. I mean, you can click on there. Not only for our place. I mean, if you're a soccer fan in general, you can go to... Any city pretty much in America, Washington, D.C., right, um, New York, Philly, San Fran. And if you're anything like myself, if I go to a city, I'm looking for a soccer bar right. for big games on. Right. And you can even look for, like, your team. If I wanted to find a Tottenham bar absolutely. in D.C., I could do that. You I could, have done that. It, absolutely. It's, it's, it, the point is you are mad. I mean, I think that you are on the cusp of, like, and us, us too, to some extent, of, of, of the two biggest trends in this country. That one being the internet, and two being soccer. Right. They're going to come together. Where's craft beer fall on this? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, we also... Well, are, well there you go. Yeah. Well, well, but I'm you're not, right. You're absolutely the, the, right. But you're right. The, the beer all, but the point is, you mix all those things together. It's powder cake. It's good. It's exploding. Oh, we love it. it. And we're and happy to be a part of it. And the funny thing, the funny thing about, I guess, when you, when you look at all of it, is that... When I talk about sports talk and why they don't talk about soccer, I, th I believe, this is my personal opinion, Matt. I want to know what you guys think. It's not so much that they have a problem with soccer. The problem is soccer is a hard sport to get a handle on. You have, your, you have separate leagues. You have the international play in the middle of the season. You have the, the nations versus the club stuff. It's a lot of soccer. And to, get, to really understand that, you're not just talking about the NFL. You know what I mean? You're talking about the right. Eagles it is for seven. There, it's a big difference. It is. It's very uh, so. This is a learning process personally for myself, and 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 a lot of fans that come in that, like you said, they aren't really soccer fans, or they they want to learn. But once you get into it, it is very complicated. Just um, because it's hard doesn't mean it's not happening. The thing is, it's right. happening. I asked kids. They were they did a pool to my daughter's sixth grade class. What was your favorite? I don't know why they did this, but in their school, what's your favorite professional sport? Soccer was 80%. 80%. Kids. And we're talking professional sport. Like, what sport do you like? Not that you play or do you want to play. What sport do you like? And they knew Messi, and they knew Ronaldo, and they knew saw a little bit about the Philadelphia Union. And I think the Union. Philly, Philly Union is doing a great job. I mean, they, they, they're, they're a, a franchise that is in a, in, in a great market. Um, if you ever go to their games, they, you know, they do a tremendous job with, with the, the facility and their customer service. 
And, um, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll just get some more players and, and rebound <laughs> right. a little bit, and, you right. know. Well, well I, I, we want to support him here also. I no, mean, no, it's I mean, like that's... any other team, you know. And not only is it international, I'd love to, you know, get a Philly Union crowd in here um, and not just the EPL. And, I hear any, you. Any soccer fan for that matter. You know, Matt, you know what I think? And that's true because the novice fans will probably be more interested in the local team, especially given how down all the other local teams are in the other sports right now. You would think that this is an area, a chance for fertile ground for them to really Absolutely. get on the map, and they're missing it. Hopefully well, they they're turning it around, but they're, they missed kids, it last year for sure. They may be confusing it with uh, you know, even the high school programs around the area. You know, When you ask these kids, maybe they're really attaching that experience with you know, like CB East girls soccer um, got in the finals, and they, they nearly won the state championship. The CB East boys won the state championship. The, um, you know, so there's a lot of great soccer within our own state. And, and right, there always own, has been, man. Even the clubs are yeah. doing a great job yeah, with, with their programs. So You're right. You it's never know how they're associating their experience to the sport. Right. Right. You know, they're kids, right? So they're not going to say, hey. Oh, oh, Matt, you, 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 you set your business to some extent, at least with the soccer business, uh, around what's popular in soccer. Absolutely. And let's face it, you have the opportunity, given the four or five hour time difference in Europe, to hear you, you get people waking up in the morning and you got kids instead of turning on like the Daffy Duck cartoons, they're they're gonna they're gonna watch like Everton against Manchester City. I mean, if they're sports fans, there's a good chance that'll happen. You can get so much your fill of soccer, world soccer, by noon on a Saturday or noon on a Sunday. I think conversely, though, I think that that hurts. Major League Soccer and the Philadelphia Union because you're basically getting your main course and you're getting your appetizers after the dessert at 7 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? By then, if you're a real, real true hardcore soccer fan, you're a little soccered out by then. Just talk, you know, you know what I mean? So how do you, I mean, you can't do anything about it, but it turns out that because of the time change, the EPL, maybe Germany soon, gets like this all this time, first four or five hours of your day, you know? To themselves on the weekend, mm -hmm. both days. I mean, look, you can watch a big soccer game at 10 o'clock on Sunday, or you can watch the NFL pre-game -pre show. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but, yeah, you know, right. the meat of their schedule, too, I think you also have to look at that, too. The EPL runs, if I'm not mistaken, it goes from what time frame is it? Oh, pretty much like mid-August to like end of April. So end of April. So right. the MLS technically starts, I believe, in May. Nah, I think it starts more like, I want to say end of February. Am I wrong? March? It starts early, the MLS. MLS? It's long season, the MLS. Early March. Early yeah. March. So, yeah. so when it yeah. just gets started, um, the EPL, in a way, is just finishing out almost. And then, so, I mean, I, I think, and that's the reason why the MLS also put it on the time frame that they're, they're on. Well, they, right can't, they can't play at like 3 o'clock AMR time. They, right, but in your or summer 8 o'clock AMR, they can't do that. But right. in your summer months, the EPL isn't going on, and a lot of the, the, the international games aren't. Right. So you're not really getting that, that, that appetizer and, and entree, like you were saying, right. in those summer months. There's a window. But there then again, it's the summer, and if you know anything about people wake up on a summer weekend morning, and we're just talking philosophically. We're just throwing it out there. Right? But, you know, you wake up on a weekend morning, you might be running, you may be running to the shore. You know what I mean? Or you may be out in the sun. I mean, let's face it, we don't always right. have the weather. Well, that's when to the be radio out. comes in. Right, right, exactly. But, you know, you know, are you going to show up on an August morning? Or you have as many people showing up on an August at 9 10 o'clock in the morning uh, to watch soccer as they would in December when it's cold outside? There's a lot of choices. It's like being in California in August. You know what I mean? It, you know, that's why they have problems holding on the teams because people, right. there's a lot more to do. Of course, they're grabbing all the NFL teams, apparently. And then also you have, but you, have, you also have another window that the NFL is really, and in my opinion, could almost be a tragic, fatal hit with this concussion thing. I know you people are looking, there's no way, there's so much money there. But wham, man, when, when kids start dying and people die and they don't know they're dying and they play football in high school when they don't even have a right legally to consent to be being right. played. It's a scary thing. I have a feeling that the, the new version of football in 20 years that we'll see may be very different than what we have right I, now. I think you're right. I think, what you'll, I think what you'll see is a bit of a change in the 
demographics of people that are playing football in larger numbers. I, I think, you know, you take a look, at, for example, here in Doylestown, it's, it's a very nice suburb of, of Philadelphia. I think what you'll see is, is perhaps football take a bit of a back seat there. Whereas CB East and CB West and all, so in a way, how is that going to end? But, but that's the thing; it changes. Kids that changes the entire dynamic of football across the state, right. across the country, and and how that ends up, I'm not really sure. But you're going to die. You're going to be 40 years old and put a gun to your head. Eric's a motivational speaker here. Apparently. No, no, but I'm saying I'm, I'm thinking about Will Smith playing his part. But I think well, you know, the look, damage control's like already anything, started. They're going to they're going to possibly change the rules just like they are in soccer. I heard that these youth soccer players are are aren't even allowed to head the ball at a certain age. I but don't if know. So, you're right. So under so, 15, I mean, they, look, they don't they head change, the ball anymore. If they change right. the way things are, you know, this isn't about what sport's better and what you know. You know, it, they're two different, you know, two different games completely. You know, you know, our argument is that it, we have a great game here. You know, the argument is that like soccer's in the past was always made fun of. You know, there's not enough scoring and there's not, um, you know, you know. Look in football, if you score a touchdown, that's seven points. In soccer, a goal is always going to be one. So, you know, that is one of the arguments. The other argument I always ask people. And I hate that argument, by the yeah, way. And the other thing the is lower the score game, the, the more exciting it really yeah, is. And then look at more baseball. chance for upsets. You know, more games and, are close, yeah. absolutely. And, and, and then you look at baseball. You know, you know, people that are watching the game, the, to me, watching a great baseball game is a one nothing pitching duel. Yep. And, and as boring that, as it could be and, and to the so, outside world. So the, right. the other argument and is... And Brian Cameron's like, got So you have, you have a game of soccer at 0-0, zero, zero, but... You know, there's great defense, great goaltending. There's there's strategy. There's there's so there's a whole lot to the game that we just want to be able to showcase here at, at, at this soccer pub and any of those soccer pubs that you're going to. I mean, when I travel, I'm going to if I, there's a big tournament on and I'm in Ocean City, Maryland. That's the first thing I do. I'll I'll awesome, I'll, 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 I'll right. go onto a site like that NBC and I'll and I'll and I'll hit you know now that you can Google things and you say hey big screen TV loud you know volume of good people that right. are hanging, watching the game you get right, right on the net and, and do boom. it that's what I see. That's and what that's you, that's what I'm looking at and I and I and and you just want to be around, and the other thing is you want to be around people that are out there watching the game so you know if you're with your family that's great but if you're no. with your family and friends it's a bonus. No, I, I'd be if a you're with your family friends and the bartender and the the place is packed I mean. And the culture with soccer, the culture with soccer is wonderful, because you have all the different national people come here and they've basically became football, American football fans, basketball fans, right. but they still have that love. The people from the Ukraine have that love of their, their Ukraine team, their, their Shakhtar Donetsk, you know? They have their love of their Dynamo Kiev. <laughs> they really do, though. They have their love of that that we draw out. I think you're a Shakhtar fan, Eric. I think deep I'm down, a closet Shakhtar yes. fan? Yeah, I think you are. Well, I was very quiet always, in the Champions League this year, by the way, if you yeah, saw how they yeah. did. Yeah, you well. always bring that squad up. I yeah. Shakhtar. Is that well, I was also a guy card. who plays baseball or basketball? <laughs> no? Yeah, I think he's a three-point specialist. Vladimir <laughs> <laughs> for the Nuggets, I think. But anyway, I wanted to spat Matt's here, and I heard something, and I don't know if it's true, um, but I hear you're quite the soccer legend in these parts. In the uh, yeah, or I, in I, all I played, parts. I, Tell I, me I, about I, that. I played yeah. at Temple. Yeah, well, actually, I'll even backtrack. Played at Archbishop Wood. Mm -hmm. um, you know, was fortunate enough to play at Temple University, and um, you know, played some semi-pro and semi-pro and and. Um, you know, I just had a great love for the game, and I, you know, and and uh, and just enjoy playing. Um, you know, and I, I just like the, you know, the fact that we're doing this, and I can share those experiences with people, help some kids that are playing. Um, you know, and uh, you know, it just, it just, you know, I just love being around that environment. It kind of takes me back to those great experiences and and those accolades, and you know, I just want to continue to do that here at. I'll give a Villa Capri a prop, and you guys again. Absolutely, yeah. no, so abso absolutely. And, and we yeah, we shared our name because it. no one could remember when they had to what give us a Vuvu Soccer, right? Vuvu Soccer. <laughs> thanks, That's right. thanks and to Thor who basically like coined our rebranding yeah. and did a great job. Because Thor was smart. It's like Vuvu Zell. It's confusing. Can't spell it. You know. Some people don't Long, like it. Right. People don't like Vuvu Zell. Vuvu. It's like okay. 
It's not really the words thing. You know, people don't like. I still have people. I still have people get on, <laughs> go on the net and say to me, "Hey, why did you? Do, that's such a freaking annoying instrument." I'm like, man, it's just a name. In you fact, know, they're what like, did you we say? don't have like a Vuvuzela concert here. Oh, the Vuvu, so the Vuvu is the, the instrument. That's South they, Africa. That's right. Okay, 2010. so they had to ban that instrument. In right. Some of the that games. was that noisy thing yep. that sounds like beehives. But I thought to myself, gotcha. There's a name that people will always love it or hate it. They'll think soccer. Am I wrong? That's exactly. I I mean, that was my point to it. That's why I picked the name. Love it or hate it, you can't ignore it, too, is right. what you always used to right, say. You right, right, hear it. right. But obviously, you could still, five years later, still make, you know, give me a Why would you do that? I'm like, <laughs> what, what do you think? We have VUVU concerts in the Well, let me tell you. you know, now that we, we also yeah. do an open mic night here on Wednesday nights. Um, That's you, Eric. So That is you. Uh, musicians night, out like, there in oh, the area, oh, no, but you know, not, please come care. out and bring your VUVUs, because we're going to, because I haven't seen one yet, and we've been doing it for at least two years. This isn't karaoke, is it? We can do karaoke because I'll sing anything. I do I do Led Zeppelin on karaoke. Very good. Try to believe me. Stairway to Heaven, Eric? No, no, I do. What is the song I do? Good. I don't uh, think anyone can rock and roll. for that long. Rock and roll. I can do it right now. I can do a little acapella. Let's do it, man. If you Let's want hear it. Let's no, do no, it. I can't. No. Do. I do the Robert Plant. It gets a little. If not now, when? It gets a little effeminate. Well, I just can't do it. Well, we'll set this a, date, a future date here on, on the radio it. station to come out and see Eric and bring your voo Yeah, so anyway, we really, we really like being here and and you know it's a it's a matter of like the fact that we're all planting our seeds in the same garden i like that you know what i mean like none of us but i never got into this unlike you with the business end of it you know, i never got in, into this for the money bob and i went on nine uh, on, on on 610 one time the old 610 yeah uh, wip okay and they basically said what are you doing no one wants to talk about soccer if you want to talk about baseball i'm like Baseball, your team's 20 games out of the playoffs, man, mm-hmm. or whatever. Bob, Bob like, do you realize 70,000 people just poured out of um, Lincoln, Financial, Lincoln Field. Financial Field for a Real Madrid Union right, game, right. and you don't even know it existed? Well, do they realize that the, the first international, first game in the link was a soccer game? Yeah, I think they try to forget that. What though. was they that? Do, Roma and like Celtic. Well, not Celtic was. I think like it was that? Celtic and Man United and, or yeah. Man U. Okay, and, I think and it, I was, it was a full it was house. Celtic though. Yeah, you know, so. It's impressive. But it, the whole point is, it's like, wow. Just the fact that all these teams come here for meaningless exhibition games, after really really pre-exhibition games, because the season's over, they got about a two-month window, and they come here, amazing how the athletes are there compared to this country. They come here and play to 80,000-seat fans. Why? Because there's money here, because there's interest here. And that's what that's why it's going to happen. And all these talking heads in the world are going to, you know, going to say, "Hey, Nash, you may be crazy, but you were right about this one." Yeah, I think so. But well, Bob, you saw it from the beginning. In that direction. And if it doesn't, you know, I still love the game. I still love to talk about the game. And you know, the the, the difference is, man, you got the guy who owns the Sixers trying to buy Crystal Palace. Have you heard that? Is that right? Yeah, that's right, Joshua. Harris. Yeah, that's exactly okay. right. Yes. And the Red Sox are owned by. Uh, they're, they're owned they by the, the uh, Red Sox. So- the they're Man United. Man United, uh, United yeah. organization. Help me here. I'm losing the name now. It was Manchester oh, United. Oh, oh, oh. The family. Sox owner. Yeah, why am I missing yeah, that? I mean, there were soccer players. They were in the locker room. If he's not a sheik, I don't pay attention to him. Yeah, there you go. That's well, I don't know. It's one of them. But tell you I mean, what, though. Look, they're trying to over. Crystal Palace on a... I guess on a lighter note, um, I don't know how Joshua Harris is going to fare in a league where you can be relegated. That that could be an issue for them. They lost by about 25 to uh, the Knicks last night. I, I'm not sure you can pull in a Sam Hinkie if you're Crystal Palace. That won't work so well. Well, you know, the other thing is, uh, you know, they knock soccer, and I and I always joke around with guys. I think, you know, the the, the, the American sports. They, if you look, if you don't, if you don't do well. They, they should be relegated. Yeah. And instead, they're awarded with a, a great draft pick, and that right. doesn't never make any sense to me. It's a perfect. It's a storm of the way it should be. Right. But the peer, we're so not. Then, we're, just like it's competitive balance like versus even the clock runs. Back. Okay, so you that's my that's, that's my argument to uh, professional that. sports in you know the four major sport networks here in the U.S. In the perfect you world, get, you get a you get awarded with a great draft pick. So right. everybody's going to the games like, okay, right. they're throwing this game. Right. That's what they and did. And I go to a Sixer now, game, and the only thing I'm going for, you know what I'm going for? I'll give McDonald's a prop. If you score 100 points, right, you get right. free hamburgers. There you the go. Set. 
The problem is it's the Sixers that they got a fun. They got a fun. The problem is the Sixers and the flight squad, and I mean like everything that happens in between timeouts, in between the whistles, is actually pretty cool. The problem is the Sixers are the team that has to score the hundred points, right? You don't get it if the other team scores. Can you go to like to get it? The sport, I think it's a great sport, but. We're talking about getting relegated and, yeah. and, and and getting rewarded for not doing well. Now, here's the tough part about that, and we, we've had discussions about this on air. Sometimes I, I have a contrarian opinion, but my issue with that is if you're going to have relegation, then I don't think you can have a salary cap, and it's the way you see it here. But the reason I bring that up is people are talking about MLS and having relegation and promotion. What I wouldn't understand from a potential investor's perspective that's going to buy a team is, how are you going to say, buy a team at this multiple? Oh, by the way, right now you're going to buy into MLS, MLS, one league. And then in five years, we're still going to limit the amount of money you can spend, but now we're going to have you also have an opportunity or a possibility of being relegated. I think that's an issue. So you either pick competitive balance or you pick relegation. And I think trying to do both it would be a, a huge issue. I mean, think about it. You buy a Philadelphia franchise in the MLS. You get relegated to play in Tullytown or wherever because you know, if you're wherever owner, the uh, the minor right. league team's going to play or if even in Allentown. If you're I mean, an owner, Eric. How do you rectify that with your investment? If you're an owner, Eric, and you, get, and you are, have a possibility of getting re- relegated, that means you lose a lot of revenue that goes along. I mean, just a ton of revenue. Right. Think about a team that goes from um, premiership down to, the, down to the championship. So then as an owner, if you can't allocate as many resources as you want to ensure that future revenue stream, I just think that becomes tough. Business-wise, the problem now in England, if you look at it, you know, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll buy into a championship team, to, you know, the second tier, maybe even a third yeah, at tier. At a lower multiple. Because that, that, right, because that lottery is worth getting into, into it for sure. the chance to get to the big TV money. And the Norwood cities of the world... And the Leicester cities, they can dare to dream and they can make it. You know, with very, you know, a team that costs, what's Leicester City? Maybe, is it like a, maybe no a, idea how much they it's such a small amount compared, compared to some to of these teams. The little edge, and it always makes for a good story. And God knows they get a cut of the pie. I don't know if it's divvied up like, I don't know if the TV money there is divvied up like it is here, where everybody gets the same, you know, slice of the right. pie. But you look and that's at competitive balance. But, but you look at what the Sixers did, and you, you know, do you blame? If you give a monkey, and it's all saying, if you give a monkey a gun and you shoot someone, you don't blame the monkey. Well, they set up the system in the NBA like they did, and so the Sixers are doing what they're doing to try not to be mediocre. Yep. They're going to get really bad to hopefully get really good. So, are they doing anything wrong? I mean, maybe morally and ethically, it seems wrong. But is it really a bad business strategy? Well, you get a guy like Embiid, you take a chance with an injured guy with these debutante feet that are probably he's probably never going to play real minutes in the NBA. That was a bad move, and of course you always could make the bad move, and the lottery balls could screw you too. You right. know, you know. But is it really business wise, Bob? And you is it a well, bad I, way to handle and, business? Nope. And no. I also think, I mean, the way these leagues are structured here in the U.S., that there really isn't a place for them to get relegated. So it's it's not even right. a feasible option right now, because you know, look, right. you, you know, you're an NBA team. You you're not going they're, to they're, the ABA. Where are you going to go? Right, right. The so D there's league. nowhere to go, but you, no, you know, you just get so. It's not really an issue for a lot of those sports, but it is a nice way of. I love watching that about the NBA. I mean, it just makes it that much more reason for you to tune into those games at the end of the season, to know that you know you're looking at the last game of the season, and it's it's. Yeah, they don't have playoffs and and, and they don't have all these things, but that last of the game of the season, there's a lot of things going down the line because three game three teams are going to get dropped, three teams are going up. And and it and it just makes for a, a great balance, you know. And they're having a playoff. But they are so, having a playoff. Think about the championship. The third, fourth place team are are in the end of the, the. I'm sorry, the third to sixth place team are in the final championship game at Webley Stadium to be promoted to the big time. Exactly. That's so pretty freaking when, cool. So when they argue that it could yeah. be another argument that people are going to say, hey, there's no playoffs. But you know, you take those last six, seven games of the season, and you can actually technically call it. The playoffs, or you could, where sure. it just happens naturally, right? That's a playoff 
I well, the Champions the League. Really, when you think about well, it, and that's the other thing. That's yeah. that's you know we talked about it earlier how these leagues get, get kind of get complicated. So that's a whole other thing where. <laughs> and that's a hard thing to sell Americans on. It is. I didn't understand the Champions League when I started this thing. I couldn't understand how they were playing in one tournament. At the same time, they're playing in their domestic leagues. I never could. I, I now, and it's a beautiful thing, but it's a hard thing to wrap your head around. It is. That's all. Half hour in here at Villa Capri in Doylestown, oldest pizzeria in the area, and also a great soccer bar. And it's getting older, by the way, as we do Just the show. as we all are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> as we yeah, all yeah. are. And there was a member of the, and a participant in the English Premier League, best Premier League bar. It was run by NBC Sports, so best PL bar, and you can check that out online. And Matt, you mentioned when we came on, giving some love to some of these other bars that are in this competition. Again, none of them in this area, but if you're traveling all over the United States, uh, there's the Londoner in Dallas, Texas, Wolf's Beer Garden in Albany, New York. So if you're driving up to a Syracuse Orange game, Eric, as an alum as you are, yes. and you're hopping through Albany up I-90, just head on into Wolf's Beer Garden. The Atlantic <laughs> is in Chicago, Illinois, uh, Old Angle Tavern in Cleveland, Ohio. There's Great the city, Cleveland. Downtown city. Is that in the uh, flats? Is that where that is? I don't know. Oh, I don't great. know. That's a great area. We'll to take a rich Yeah, you would like the flats, Bob. I know you would like the yeah. flats. Is that right? You, it's in the middle of the city. There's lots and lots of bars and walking distance from the from the stadiums. It's a good place. Really good place. Yep, there's Fado uh, in Columbus, Ohio. Speak Easy. That's the letters E Z. Speak Easy Lounge. Very clever. In Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hi Highbury Pub in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I was telling Matt the story about how I was up in Milwaukee, Eric, and we couldn't find. A, a pub that time, and I walked in, and the one was closed, so I, I could have found Highbury back hey, in the man. day. And then Carragher's, it's actually a, uh, I guess it's in, in honor of Jamie Carragher, the reason that this place has been put into, this bar has been put in, awesome. in New York, New York. Yep. How about Legends? I mean, we used to do shows up in Legends. Yeah. They were part of that. Yeah. I know they're part of that. Thing. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, we did shows up at Legends, and what was the name? Nevada Smith. Yeah, Nevada and there's another one. But the point is, I love traveling. Yeah. And they have wonderful soccer and bars in Manhattan. And that's what I was just sure. going to say, yeah. you know, not to interrupt, but there, there are also a lot of participating bars in there that are great bars, and there's a lot of bars in this area that are great bars that just didn't get into the contest. Mm -hmm. And I'll give props, uh, you know, Iron Abbey down in Horsham. There's also Fado in, in the city, sure. Philly, you know, right. so, um, you know, look, it's, it's a it's bar. Team, you know, right? people are drinking, they, they're driving, so we want people to be responsible. Um, you know, look, if you're close to those bars, that's where, that's where we want you to go. Or you carpool it out here, but, you know, again, I was fortunate enough to see the ad on NBC. I saw the, the commercial. You know, nominate your favorite for sports bar. Of course, I'm going to nominate my own, right? And, um, but, again, to say that, you know, we're the only one in Philadelphia, no, there's certainly not. There's a lot of great other bars. I don't know if you know any other bars in the areas. Oh. This is a, a friend of ours, Steve. He's a, uh, a great. How you doing? Welcome, um, Steve. Oh, welcome, Steve. Absolutely. Big Chelsea fan, and I'm so happy you came in because I, I, I told Eric that we have a great guy that could help the show, and, and he's a big EPL supporter, Chelsea fan. Um, he's been coming here for a couple years, and, um, you know, he's at, um, are we interrupting your game here? I know. No, but we are winning 3 1 with five yeah, minutes. What do you think of Gus hitting? Did I say that last name right? Yes, yes, what do you think? Of, I think that was a great, I mean, I'm surprised by it, but what, that's a great coach to bring in, bring in well, I think. You could look at yeah. his present record and say, what? He didn't even get the Dutch to the uh, Euros. But um, yeah, no, he's done it before. He came in 2009. We won the FA Cup back then. Mm. And uh, I, I'm happy with the point. Surprised how What well do you think about it? We, we want to get to the center. What do you think about Mourinho? I mean, I was surprised. That he was gone. What they buy him out for forty million pounds? Well, is that right? I, that or was Euros? the contract, but I don't yeah. know if he actually got the full deal. But the bottom line is um, something had to change. The players uh, are not the same players as last season. Um, only a few. William. Besides Willem, who was That's playing it. well there? You know, I mean, you watch every game. Who Begovic? was doing well? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really, you know, really, really limited. Now, uh, Steve, I have to ask you a question because yes. uh, I have a few friends that are Chelsea supporters, and actually, almost unequivocally, they didn't like the move. They thought it was more of a short-term, uh, almost desperate grab. I, mm -hmm. I couldn't disagree more, but I want to hear from, from you. Is this something that had to be done? I think the move, um, well, first of all, I wasn't particularly fond of Marino getting sacked. I understand he's, you know, he's a very unique fella, and he certainly caused uh, a lot of harm to himself with his comments. Right. Um, but something had to change. The players certainly weren't the same players. Some of them Apparently, you know, let him down, betrayed him, these kind of antics. Uh, 
bringing in Gus Hiddink, I think, was the right move right now. He's done it before. He did it as a temporary basis. We're only talking about six months here. We're still in Europe. Um, I don't think there's a crisis. I mean, they've responded well today. But Hiddink knows the team. He knows the people. He knows the backroom staff still. Um, I think Roman Abramovich has done, a, done the right thing. And it's only temporary. Right. Now, this is a possibility. Well, is, this like an, is this like a caretaker coach? Is that yes, the deal? Yes, he's a caretaker okay. coach at the end of the season. Um, you know, they'll probably, depending on the season, may offer him the real job, but it could be Pep Guardiola. You know, <laughs> we must Diego be nice. Simeone. Nice embarrassment of riches for yeah. you guys. I don't mind Brendan Rodgers, actually. People think I'm crazy. Well, sure. I mean, we'll see. No, I mean no. look, it's all about yeah, the, the right fit for the right team. Right. But you know what? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Here's the question I have, though. With Mourinho, does it look like a pattern that this guy is like a guy that really is like a two- or three-year guy? Absolutely. He really kind of wears out his welcome. He wears out his welcome. He I mean, won the Champions League. I mean, I'm sorry. He won the league, the league. what, six months ago? Yeah. He, they, were, they were calling for his head ten games into it. That's right. the nature of the yeah, business yeah, anymore. I mean, people get fired. Swansea just fired their coach three weeks ago. He had the best finish last season. Right. Chelsea won yep. the Champions League and sacked the guy they who did the, it just a few months later. They, they won the Did double, though, yesterday. I mean, last year. I'm sorry. They won the FA Cup and they won the league. We won the, the yes, we and, did win a and, cup. And league cup. next two months, in, a month in the next season, these citizens, citizen, like, get out. We don't want you. This is like right there or whatever. How's that happen? You, you got to give him a lot of credit for being able to ruffle that many feathers that quickly. And I, well, mean, I mean that well, in Well, you know what? It began, you what? He is. <laughs> it began in preseason. He let the players have an extra week's vacation. We came over to New York Red Bulls up 2 nothing with 20 minutes to go. Red Bulls are playing their kids. We lose 4-2. Didn't win another match on preseason. Played Arsenal in the Charity Shield. Lost that. Yep. First game of the season, we played Swansea. The physiotherapist, Ava Carnero, beautiful girl. Yeah, really? I was really a big fan horrendous of her. Really horrendous move. The whole of the EPL fans were like, what? I mean, really? I right. was an EPL. I was an yeah. EPL fan club, and all of a sudden, she's gone. Oh, but how in the world do you, I mean, really? How does he? How does the? How does the coach even get involved with the physics? I, I don't even understand. It's all about him, Marino. Control. It's all about him and the control, right. right? So I think that was the beginning. You know that period. He made that decision. He publicly shamed her in a way, and now he's got a lawsuit against they him. Yep. They should bring her back. They should bring well, her back. They should bring her back. Well, maybe his 40 million pounds buyout might be able to help him through the settlement process. But you know what? All this is taken away from the real story of the EPL season to me, is, and that's Leicester that? City. Yes. Leicester City. Uh, you do, you, wait, wait, wait. You have, you have a, a rooting interest in them. Do you, do you yeah, not? I, do, I, do. Yes. I, I have seen Leicester City more, more than any other team in my life. How do they do today? Being from there. They're 3-1 up away to Everton right now. Wow. You know, wow. It doesn't I, stop. Why is I that, that surprising? I would have lost a lot of money. Goodison Park, Everton's a strong team. I mean, that, maybe this isn't their best shirt or good team. That's, a, that's how did Vardy do? Vardy got an assist, I know. Mara's got two goals, two penalties. Tim Howard got a yellow. Yeah, I'm assuming penalties. he brought him down. I don't know. Lukaku scored for them. Can I give my team props a little Spurs bit, by the way? Can I say they're beating? They're at Southampton, which last year I guess would have been a tougher match than this year. Absolutely. But never would have guessed by the, looking at you. What's your favorite team, yeah, by yeah. the way? How do you? Yeah, well, I wondered how you do. Fully it. dressed, like, okay, head to yeah. toe. Yes, but here's the thing. Why do you? Uh, how, how do you even understand how they'll lose to Newcastle? Was doing terrible this year. Usually a very good team, but this year terrible. At home with a lead. And then they go to Southampton, and they basically, I mean, I'm not watching the game, unfortunately, because we're doing the show, but, uh, you know, really, it's, it seems well, like they really collaborate. i got to look at the stats and all. Everybody can beat everybody this season. I think the league's already shown that. Norwich City are winning away at Man United. Right. Newcastle, as you said, beat Spurs away last week. Bournemouth beats Chelsea. I mean, it's just shock after shock. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Almost as you spoke. Bournemouth, right? Yeah. This is a franchise, Bournemouth, that we were talking about the early relegation concept of oh, how gosh. it works. They were now, going out of the league Now, at one Bournemouth point. was a team that four years ago were in what, what division? Um, receivership. Why weren't they really close to They were very close. I think it, yeah. Yeah, quite, you know, maybe four or five years ago, they were going out of the league, financial irregularities. Also, their team was in the lower echelons of the pyramid of, of, of football. And they uh, survived, much like Swansea City did um, in the late 90s. And, you know... Here's a team with only 11,000 fans. That's all that stadium can hold. 11, it's, it's amazing. Pretty wild. Unbelievable. It's an amazing thing. But that's what's great riches. about it. Leicester City. Yeah. Or, or as, who was the, the community calls them? Leicester. Leicester. Uh, yes, yes. Yes. Ted Lasso, right? Leicester. Right, that's funny Where's stuff. Where's Leicester? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, he was the Spurs coach, if you recall. Yes, he was. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Well, if I could, could you imagine a team like, uh, I don't know, like Trenton Thunder, for example, 
or I don't know any any one of these you know minor league teams that came right. really down at a low level and now they're playing in the MLB or, or the NHL. Exactly. And, it's, and, and you know that was one of my pitches. And not all these leagues are structured that way. But it would be cool to see something along those lines. I mean, even the MLS. I even joke around with my my friends, and I'll say, you know, what about if an MLS team? And this is just throwing it out there. If they win the league, or just say the top three teams, was to have the opportunity in an EPL league or a Serie A or the Bundesliga. I mean, they do do the Concacaf, Concacaf Champions League, so that's kind of that one opportunity to go. Play and that's better. just a tournament. Yep. But I'm talking right. about actually taking a, a team. Full year. A full year like the NHL where you have two countries like Canada mm -hmm. and you have the U.S. where they're merging two countries and they're forming one league. Uh, I, again, it's just a, it's just a I'm <laughs> brainstorming. I'm throwing it out there. But if the Red Bulls were to win the championship and next thing you know, you see the Red Bulls on an EPL schedule. <laughs> Tell me that would be cool. Right. You're going against the, the going against Tottenham. Get, the point is they get like <laughs> there is a raffle ticket that you get. You get a dollar to dream with when it comes to soccer in a lot of ways. And because it's such a low scoring game, it can happen. You can outshoot somebody twenty shots on goal to three and win the game. Fourteen quarters to one. Exactly. But that one quarter was the game winner. You see it all the time. Yep. So against Chelsea yeah, a couple of times this year. But I'm thinking about Chelsea. I always thought to myself. Looking at uh, them getting to the, uh, you know, in the Champions League, moving on mm -hmm. to the final 16, correct now? PSG, third right. year running. Tough. Uh, that's going to um, be tough. It will be, but you know what? We, we played them. Uh, it's our third year running. Away goals both both seasons. Uh, came down to away goals in both seasons, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's over yet. <clears throat> the media type like me, though, I'm thinking to me, what a story. I'm forgetting mm -hmm. that you're a Chelsea fan for a second. Sure. But you probably know where I want to go with this. What if you possibly won the Champions League and were relegated the same year? <laughs> the same month, probably, right? <laughs> what kind of story? Wait, wait, that's, that's oh, absurd. That, that's far-fetched. And it is absurd. But, it, but the point is, it, it was actually, well, yeah, for them to win the Champions What do you think would be a better, better priority then? What do you think is a better <laughs> chance of happening? That's a Spurs move, isn't it? Champions yes, League? Yes, wait, what I'll, give, I'll give it to you. Winning the Champions League or being relegated? What do you think is a better chance of that happening this year? Forgetting this game. because Realistically, certainly winning the Champions League. We're not getting relegated. That's, okay. that's, yeah, that's I not going to happen. Place going into today. True. That's pretty darn close. Probably still be. 20. 20. So, so we, so you know. Two, two away yeah. from getting relegated. They were like one point, yeah. I think, away. But today, we were only one point one above point. the bottom three. So, so and Eric, that's why they acted the way they did fire the coach. Here's what I'll say, Steve. I think this is what you're, you're saying as well. Eric can put all the mathematical yeah. statistics he wants. They're one point out. There, you know, I still believe very strongly that there would be a much better chance of winning the, with the Champions the way, League. Yeah, I mean, the talk sports computer, and I'm doing okay. the air quotes, predicted them to finish sixth, by the way. Are they really? Yeah, exactly. fifth or sixth. I mean, yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. I love that computer because they picked hot them to finish that's fourth. That's nice. By the way, you they, are fourth. They today. are sitting. Well, if, if United, United loses. Lost. Oh, United did they lost. lose? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just came final the time. They had a really good look at the end. I think they have to Eva. Eva Carnera. Yep. Oh. She's a hottie. Yeah, but they, how could she go back? They're suing you. Maybe that could be part of the settlement. They do that in England. They have a closed settlement. You can't talk about it. I'm sure they do. You know. You would know well, more about the English legal system than I do. I don't I even would. know anything about the American legal system. But that's, <laughs> but that's probably good for my ads, but okay. Yeah, Robner, Alan Robner Zimmerman and Nash, right? That's where you go. Yes. Named partner. Yes. Steve, hey, thanks for coming on. We know you're you welcome, Bob. Thanks, Eric. I'm I happy to be here. I hope this. I hope we could do this again and again. And Absolutely, again, my friend. Absolutely, my pleasure. And your coach and your shirt. Just before you go, explain the shirt to me. Retro 1973. Our away colors used to be red, white, and green. And uh, oh, I was going to say Christmas. That's Christmassy. It's exactly. very Christmassy. And I'm on the way to a Christmas party for go. football fans, soccer fans. Oh, are you going to what we were talking about? Side earlier? door. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yes. That's awesome. We'll give them some it. love too. Side door pub. And, Absolutely. Uh, it's not the first time. Billy Capri and the side door, sister and brother pubs. Beautiful. Not Great the first story. time I had Beautiful. to go to a pub through the side door, so I could do that. You know. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Congrats on Spurs moving up. Top <laughs> All right. Yeah. And you're yeah. still in the Europa League, I understand, right? We are, we, we drew Fiorentino again. Fiorentino. Who beat us last year. Is that interesting? Tough team. You can I don't do know, it. You know, but yeah, we could do it. We Absolutely. And now you've got know. United as company and Liverpool still in it too, right? Because yeah. United dropped down to I'll the... tell you what, our, our teams in England, we kind of have to oh, I'm saying are. Uh, with all respect to you, right. but the thing is, they got to do well in Europe, or they may lose a spot. Yeah, you know, what I mean? so it's important. Well, that's exactly that we all, right. We all we we come together as a team, as the old song used to say. Well, I'd just like to leave you with this this final thought, since you raised the the subject of us winning the Champions League or being relegated. 
I do remember a few years ago us winning the Champions League and Spurs finishing fourth were denied their place in the Champions League. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yep. Trust me, I didn't need you to bring that up. I think I brought that up to someone two days ago. <laughs> I said that it had to be Chelsea. You know, it had to be a there London team that did yeah. it. Hey, but you know well, what? I still believe that the way around that, there's, and Bob, we talked about this when it happened. What was that three years ago now? Two years well, ago? Okay. Anyway, we said they should have had a, they should have had a, a match at Wembley between Chelsea and Tottenham for that spot. I, I agree. That would be the you way know, to that do that. That would be pretty good. Well, it would have been I mean, fun. It would have been a great gate. Like great the USA, USA and Mexico yeah. Confederation Cup playoff. Yeah, absolutely. but why? I mean, I understand that Chelsea, the, the, the winning team, has a right to what? defend, but why not add one game and yeah. give a team that finished fourth? But then again, you know, this is FIFA. And we this can is let, FIFA. Yeah, we can exactly. let Steve chew on that for next time, but I think he's got to get to a gathering. Thank Thanks Thank for coming guys. on. So, uh, happy, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Right. Yeah, Merry we'll Christmas. see you soon, Steve. Oh, yeah, we'll see you real soon. All right. Happy Boxing Day, too. That is Steve right. came and coming on Vuvu Zela, the World Soccer Show, Vuvu Soccer here. Live from Villa Capri in Doylestown, a great place to watch some soccer. we got about 15 minutes left here on our show, but some certainly big results. And we mentioned, man, you going down 2-1 to Norwich City. And Huge. Norwich had to really hold on at the end, as you might expect. It there was, was it was at Old Trafford. Yeah. What is wrong with Man U? They don't they don't concede, but they don't score very much. Yep. They really don't score. They're going to be all over that fellow now. They're yep. going to be all over him. I it think. really is something I mean, you else. You got a coach because the Gaul, they're, they're not happy with him. Yeah, Von Gaul. You're pulling, you're, you're, pulling a, you're pulling a coach I'm pulling K. A, I'm pulling a coach K. Well, you know, we always got to pull a coach K. De Gea <laughs> and Von Gaul. De Gea, De Gea and Van Gaal. Not De Gaal. But his first name is? Van Gaal. Louis. So he is Louis Van Gaal. Okay. What'd you say? Oh, it's Charles De Gaal is the good De Gaal. <laughs> okay, thank you. Alrighty then. Here we no, are. No, but that's not Coach K. I understand that I made a mistake. <laughs> the next time Coach admits he makes a mistake will be the first time, I'm sure. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. this is this has sure. been great, and it's great sure. to talk to Matt. Great to talk to Steve. And I like. I really um, like it here. And the, the food here is terrific. They treat us really well, Matt. Matt's got it right, man. I don't know he what to say. He has it right. I mean, pretty soon they'll be setting up the Subutio game, I'm sure. Yes. Or Subutio game. Subutio. Coming up. We really have 15 minutes. Studio. Yes, we do. Time today? flies when you're having fun. How many fun, minutes have we been on today? This is going on 48. Oh, well, it's not time flying too yeah. much. I thought we were over now. So let's go through yeah. some of the scores. And then, Eric, I want to get your thoughts on Abby Wambach's retirement. Yeah, let's Her talk comments about, about Jurgen Klinsmann. Yeah, but, let's talk about that. But That's first, crazy. scores here. Bournemouth with a win over West Brom, 2-1. There was some uh, back and forth at the end of that game, some physicality, I think, a bit of chippiness between those two teams. But just a monster win for Bournemouth, who needs every point they can get. Crystal Palace wins 2-1 against Stoke City. Leicester, a 3-2 win against Everton. Oh, Norwich. 3-2. Yes. Wow. Made a damn. We mentioned Norwich City beating Man U 2-1 and then Chelsea 3-1 over Sunderland. And Tottenham, 2-0 against Southampton. So there you have it. Those are the scores. Anything really jump out at you? Well, of course, like I said, Spurs are now ahead of United. Goal differential. Yes. So we're in fourth place. I do not, and I was so heartbroken with the game last week against, at home against Newcastle. I thought there was a horrible droppage of points. I wouldn't even have been happy with the one point. Well, I guess in retrospect, I right. would now. Sure. But I was so upset that they were drawn, and then they lost. Right. And we were watching the game, you know, we were watching the games at the Iron Abbey. It was cool. But, man, I'll tell you, I don't understand how they lose games like that. Right. At home. I don't it's understand it's it. A very they do it every loss. year, man. And that bothers me, but you and know yet, what? They still have only dropped two games this season. No, they're in a the, they're in the champ. Thanks to I mean look, you know, they're in the Champions League right now. Right now. I but let's face it, Chelsea's probably not gonna get there this year. Yeah. The Champions League. I don't think they will. Uh City's not playing great. Right? Not right. they're not playing very well. Arsenal's was picked by the way by that talk sport poll with the air the air quotes computer again yes. to be the number one team. Yeah. Arsenal winning, and I would have to say, even though I think I picked City at the beginning of the year, I would have to agree with Arsenal. Although I think when Aguero and some of the you know company come back full strength, I think City's still the team to beat. Uh, I would agree with that. Right. I totally. But they're not. Agree you know, with right that. now Leicester's the team to beat. Right. Well, hey, these, these teams. One. Hey, look, United is going to play themselves right out of this thing if they keep playing like they are. Yep. Chelsea may have played themselves out already. Probably so. I, I would absolutely think so. As far as the championship. But there's a lot left to be written. I mean, things can change 
backwards and forwards and backwards again before the end of this thing. I mean, Man U can figure out how to score a few goals because the defense will keep them in this. Right, right. There's no doubt in my mind that that defense can keep them in this, and they will only need a few goals here and there to get some big points where otherwise they're dropping points or just earning one. I mean, dropping points even with a draw, but in this case, dropping all three. It's not on acceptable, an they, they It's need just it not three. acceptable at Old Trafford. I don't think. I mean, I right. could, you know, Louis de Gaulle is going <laughs> to I'm Stop. Gonna, I'm, I'm sorry. Stop it. <laughs> who, who was Louis de Gaulle? No idea, I, yeah. but probably not a soccer manager. I got the right part of the right last name and the right first name now. There so you go. I'm awful close. That's Two right. out of three ain't bad, right? That's as what Meatloaf always said, yeah. And he was right. As I get older, that's very true. All right. You get two out of three, that's good. That's good. I, you're a philosopher I, and, a, and a scholar. I, I, I want to ask you, uh, before we get into the Wabak thing, uh, just be, Pete Rose. I heard, first okay. of all, he had this issue that came up that they uh, don't want to, uh, he's been voted out of coming back into baseball. Yes. But they're going to do some kind of side thing that's going to get him in the Hall of Fame. Did I hear that right? You is didn't that what's hear in that the words? Right. No. Yeah, but there's something that. What, However, what, what you heard right. is that, yes, this vote, meaning that he cannot participate in any baseball activity, he's banned from baseball, quote unquote, that does not mean that he is ineligible for the Hall of Fame on itself. Now, the Baseball Writers Association of America back in the 90s voted to exclude anyone who is banned from baseball activities, i.e. banned from baseball, from being eligible for the Hall of Fame. So okay. that is now on okay. that organization. If they want to essentially re-examine that decision, that vote, that policy, that would be the way that he could get back into the Hall of Fame discussion. He's almost a 75-year-old man. He's not going to be. He wouldn't be back coaching or, or managing anymore. He's, he's a senior. He's almost a super senior citizen, okay? I mean, he's he's working with Fox. He's going right. he, He's going to a lot of Reds games. He's been in the ballpark twice to be honored for ceremonial activities that Rob Manfred says aren't detrimental or are threatening the integrity of the game. So... While you say he's an old man, yes, he is, but he still is involved there. P. Rose is being hung in effigy, and Ray Lewis is being celebrated and is going to end up going to the Hall of Fame. And is Two now way an after all. No, well, I'm just saying it's just so hypocritical to me. Just the whole way the NFL runs, okay? I understand. Pete Rose. Ray Lewis was proven not guilty. Was he? Yes. Okay. All right. Or else I guess he'd be so. in jail. Uh, well, that's that's the certainly so one way to look. System. It's a conservative way to look at it for sure, man. What does that mean? Because I I believe that you know where there's money and where there's smoke, many times there's fire. That may fire. be true, but right. I don't believe that that's the. Listen, I'm not saying that he is not guilty. I'm saying the NFL I, I don't I, believe has the right to supersede the legal system. Uh, that's what I'm but saying. I think they try to. Uh, certainly with the Ray Rice stuff. Nah, see that's more of a protecting right. the shield. I mean, <laughs> the shield. Which you can disagree Wouldn't that be superseding with. the legal system, though? No, because... I mean, is that the same thing? No, not. I mean, not really, because they're not putting him in jail and they're not doing anything like that. What they're saying is he is not guilty by this, but we deem it to be a threat to the league, or we deem it to be something that can... Just threaten the integrity of the uh, league. Bottom line, and they determined that Ray Lewis was not that. The it's thing about baseball, the thing you go all the way back to the 1910s and the 1920s when they had signs like "No betting on baseball." Yes. The cardinal rule. I don't know if it's a cardinal rule in every sport. I'm sure it is, but with baseball, they had the the uh, the Black Sox scandal and all. Okay, so obviously that is the cardinal rule. Uh, look, Ty Cobb was a murderer, basically. I mean, he, he wasn't allowed to go. He was playing the World Series. He couldn't go through drive through certain states because he would have been arrested, you know, for stabbing a, bell, uh, a bellman at night. But that's neither here nor there. It's 100 so years ago. Okay. Yeah, I get, but, but, but the point is, I think, Pete, I guess it's right. In the grand scheme of things, if I put on my ethics cap, they're right. Because, and they, the guy showed no contrition. I, wouldn't, I actually wouldn't have an issue with them reevaluating the Hall of Fame discussion. Now. Uh, well, I just don't think he should be in baseball. Right. There's, there's no question he shouldn't do it because he's not an honest person. But his, his acts on the field are beyond greatness. And yep. he should, right. And I think that he was great. There's guys with worse character than him that are in there. Ty Cobb being just one example of that, okay? And that, that's right. why I really don't like the tangential discussion. I it's really, a tough discussion. I can't take the tangential. Let's talk about the uh, talk about tangential. Why is Abby Wambach blasting the men's soccer coach, U.S. soccer coach, Jurgen Klinsmann? Because she has a microphone. It's putting her 
put in her face, and she just decided to go off. And what she said is that she thinks that Jurgen Klinsmann should be fired, needs to be held accountable, and doesn't like him bringing in quote-unquote foreign guys. Wow, Eric, powder keg right there, because you look at the guys on this U.S. national team, and it's, it's great. I'm actually Our glad best players, by the way, but many of our best players. I don't think it matters, right? Okay. Did they earn spots on the roster? They did. Are they huh. Americans? They are. And so well, I'm really glad that this came out off the... You know, through the words of Abby Wambach because what it does and not to bring politics in this but I believe that Donald Trump and the things he's doing are the same way I believe by someone putting that out in public right, and, right. and making that be a headline story people that may otherwise have, have believed that and believed that internally now hear this being stated in public and see just how silly and stupid it sounds I'm glad to hear that because I'm sure Simon had some of the same complaints about uh, Jurgen Klinsmann. I'm guessing if we th if we listen to the archives, okay? Because you know it's very look look to me it was a chance for her to get her face out there one last time. It was a big uh, public uh, publicity and, thing. And to be to fair, do at the time. And to be fair, it's not like she said, "Give me that microphone, I'm going to rip Jurgen Klinsmann." She was asked the question, she answered it honestly. Once so, again, are you being a little narrow-minded? Do you don't think that was could have been a setup? Did she do? By hey, ask me this question. I got something to say. Well, That's that all I'm be. saying. It could be. Right, I'm saying. I thought it could be. I'm not, who knows? The point is, it was her day. She was queen for the day. The best, I would say, hands down, women's soccer player in the history of women's soccer, pro soccer. Me okay, and you him? better, better. Look at the look at look at the amount of goals, international goals. Mia Hamm was great, but I don't think she did it as long as Abby. 20 years or so. Gotcha. And, uh, and I believe yeah. it's become more of a high-profile event, sport. Right. Part She's of the, the best one is part of the fabric of this nation than when Mia Hamm was playing. And I think some of that is in, in part to Mia Hamm and that team. Oh, yeah, they're part of a change. Randy Chastain, etc. Right. Did she, she, I mean, I forget, but when Abby was young, she handed, handed it off. Mia handed it off to Abby at some point in time. Right. The the uh, baton, so to speak. Yep. But you the know, captain's on band. Right, sure. right, right. It was all look. It was a great. Team does a great thing. But is she kind of, you know, what is her purpose here? Is she really making a good argument in your opinion? No. Okay. It's an absolutely despicable argument in my mind, and it's something that a lot of people in this country actually believe, and it makes zero sense to me because that's saying that they are a second-class type citizen, a dual citizen, a dual national. Mix Discarude, I think, said it best when he said, we can fight for this country, we bleed for this country. The only thing we can't do that you can do is be president of the United States because you need to be born in America. But beyond that, they are just as American as you are, Abby Wambach. They care about this country and this team just as much as you do. And I am sure 10 times more than 70% than of people in this country. Is Jurgen an American, by the way? Jurgen is not. Okay, well, no. maybe he that's is not. Part. He is not a dual national. Well, maybe that's part but of the, the players issue. Are. Here's a non-American deciding to look for guys with German relations in some way, right? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Guys with so the what? Bundesliga. No, but I'm not saying so. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying maybe that's part of the issue, that this guy's not even American, right. and let's, he's let's alienating a, parts of uh, American, let's or, take or a he's look. keeping parts of soccer growing in America. Let's take a look at Julian Green. How about that, right? A lot of people will say, well, he just came onto this team because he knew he couldn't play for Germany. One, I don't believe that's true. He's 17 years old. Okay, who's to say that he wouldn't have been good enough? Well, it's hard two, to play for Jarvis. Two, his father, yes, but the type right. of heralded prospect he is, sure. no reason he wouldn't have at least gotten a shot. But I think his that was father, a tactical choice. His like father is sure. on record saying that he always wanted to play. Deep down, he knew his son always wanted to play for the United States. Now, you could say, go ahead and say your narrow-minded argument that you said again, and maybe that's just what they wanted to tell the press. But if you believe that, then how can you disagree with his choice and how can you disagree with him being on this team? One, because of his athleticism and talent. Two, because of his humility. And three, because he legitimately wants to be here. What's the problem? Okay, is it true, and a very good point all, okay? Is it true that Klinsman's me uh, mechanisms, how he handled things, how he how he brought in players, took, took off players, pissed off certain people like Landon Donovan, which didn't help, yes. doesn't help his stock. Probably Abby and Landon are buddies, I'm going to guess. I'm sure. Don't know, but I'm guessing they're like the king and queen. At one point they were 
of U.S. soccer. Sure. Yeah. Uh, do you think, though, perhaps, you know, did Klinsman make this team better? I believe he has. I think he did. I believe he has and will continue to. I mean, she talks about what's not happening at the developmental and academy level. I disagree and say that it is better. They got to the World Cup, and thanks to Tim Howard, they almost beat Belgium. Right. Right. I mean, they were good. And Julian Green, by the way, (laughs) scored. It was garbage time, but still. They belong there. They belong there. And the point is, though, you can't argue that. They haven't had a great year. Did the Julian Greens of the world have a right to represent the United States? They do. Is there anything illegal, in your opinion, Don? Nope. Nope. As far as their citizenship? Nothing. So, can we we conversely say that, that, or can we draw the opinion, I should say, that he did nothing wrong. He used what assets he had at his disposal and he made the team better. And oh, by the way, the players want to be here. Yes. And maybe, you know, maybe perhaps he changes the culture and makes it a little more heavy. And Landon Donovan didn't like the, the direction it was going in. But Landon Donovan, to me, still looked like he was a petulant child during that thing to me. I agree. All right. I agree. So ultimately, he did a good job. Maybe. What position would Landon have played? Well, I, you know, I, I don't even want, want to go there. He wouldn't the, have been in the starting 11. Okay, he could have been off the bench. What, are you going to come, what, and replace Michael Bradley, who's playing well, his Abby exact Wambach position? Came, Abby Wambach came off the bench. I mean, you're right. There, Abby, Wambach, Abby, Wambach, Abby Wambach came off the bench for a couple minutes to stand near the 18-yard box right. and head balls in. Okay, Landon well, Donovan would have been coming on as an as a attacking midfielder needing to run right. up and down so the maybe pitch. tactically it was the right move, okay? People that love Donovan just didn't like that. Correct. Right. I, I can't argue with that, and I don't really know enough to argue with you on that, okay? That's not really an argument that I can make. But I'll say this, though. Um, ultimately, when, it, when, when push came to shove, he did a good job. Now, is Bobby McMahon right when he says, and he said in our show, he said, look, there's a shelf life for these coaches, okay? Maybe um, Klinsman has reached his expiration date or surely going to get there shortly. But that doesn't mean they do a fabulous job. And I certainly hope they don't go back in another direction. Right. I agree with that. Because as Bruce Arenas comes in, it's going to be a problem. Who are they going to bring in? I don't know. That's that's a really tough question. I mean, Andy could be anybody in the world, frankly, because I don't think you limit this to American coaches. I really don't. If you want to expand the brand, you look at Egypt with Bob Bradley. They did a great thing by bringing him in, I think. Right to bring in someone that, I mean, if you if you can't hire outside of your country, outside right. of your borders, and you're at a certain level and you, you want to improve to the next level, how are you going to improve if you're not bringing in a different perspective? Brother, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of that. Like with England going outside and hiring, hiring an Italian coach. Well, the reason you say that is yeah. because they have been and are at the apex. I mean, there are people uh, in yeah. England that understand the sport at the right. highest level, know how to right. manage, and they could if they wanted to hire a manager. I'm not saying that the United States could not, but more to explain why your argument, while I still think they can go outside. Well, they can. I just don't like it. It's why a that's different thing. between England going outside and and England, or I'm sorry, England and say Egypt going outside, or France versus uh, oh I don't know, like Colombia, right? Okay. I mean, there's there's a difference, I believe. Okay. Because of the soccer history of those nations, the amount of people that have been there that understand the sport and that you could draw a quality manager from versus Egypt, versus Morocco, well, versus good, South Africa. Yeah, Egypt probably doesn't have the guy of, of that Correct. stature. So that's I exactly get that. the point. I think England does. I think France does. I think Colombia does. I think and these countries that are soccer-playing countries can get a coach in-house. And that's why you feel they should do that. And I, I don't agree with it, but I understand why you I say it. I think it's better. But I just think it's better. I don't like that... Or of a fan of the English team that they got a guy, an Italian citizen. Right. As a, no well, matter how good Capella was as a coach. Fabio Capella, absolutely. Right, right. Well, Eric, I'll tell you what, we've gone over, but that's okay because there's no show, show coming on after Love us. Love the internet, and, man. And we were happy yeah. to be here. You tuned in through the Bob Long Sports channel which we use through Vuvuzela from time to time when we'll do these shows. And a reminder that next on Bob Long Sports at 2.15, we will go on from LaSalle College High School as they take on North Penn in basketball. Tune in for the pregame show brought to you by Dunphy Ford. And then we will go live for a non-league matchup. District 1 against District 12 With should Bob be Long a big at the one. Mic? Bob Long Gotta at the I love that. Good stuff, man. So Eric, the, man, the man can do it all. Thanks for being yeah. here. Thanks to Matt for making this happen for us. And, of course, Steve for coming on the air. A great Leicester and Chelsea fan. 
It's tough to find both of them, but he pulls it off extremely well, wearing multiple hats, and he knows his In stuff. In all fairness to Steve, I got his say. I got his backstory the last time we were here. Steve is from Leicester. Yes. But he's a, he is a Chelsea fan. Absolutely. But he's proud of his, Much his, respect. his town. Okay. But I don't think he's really a Leicester fan, but I'm sure that's his second team. <laughs> There you you know, are you allowed to have second teams in England? They, I think course. they might shoot you for that. Of Gotta course. Be careful, man. It's <laughs> not like here when I became a Saints fan. That's anyway. beautiful. So okay. we'll, we'll, we'll call it a day here. Thanks for listening in. This has been Vuvuzela, the World Soccer Show. And we're live from Villa Capri. We'll play the Vuvuzela music on our way out. Thanks for being here. And come on out to Villa. Monday at 3 o'clock, Arsenal against Man City. Huge game. There'll be a big crowd and for it. And see us on Boxing Day. Next you got Friday, it. Friday, Saturday. Next Saturday. Next Saturday, we will be at the Iron Abbey, our home away from home. So uh, we'll see you there.